Hi, and welcome to Pod Sothoth, a Lovecraft book club. Today, we'll be discussing the story Memory by H.P. Lovecraft, which was first published in the May 1923 issue of The National Amateur. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Claire Reynolds Esquire JD. Dr. Reynolds, thank you for joining us today. Please, please. You can just call me Claire. <laughs> I think I will. So, memory. Um, it's a little bit of a departure from uh, Dreams in the Witch House, which was the longest uh, story I've read so far on, on the podcast. That, that clocked in at an hour and 28 minutes long. Uh, memory was a tight three. <laughs> pretty, pretty did you kind of learn? You learned your lesson after. I did. <laughs> like, after here's that. the thing: like we recorded "Dreams in the Witch House" in March. We ended up talking about it in July. <laughs> I was kind of beat mm-hmm. after that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought, okay, if we're gonna get back into this like regular schedule. Uh, Let's maybe give give myself a softball here. So so yeah, memory. I believe we came to a, a consensus that it is five paragraphs long. I mean, I definitely think it should be memory colon planet of the baby apes. <laughs> it is. It has so yeah, we'll just open it up with a spoiler. Turns yeah, sorry, out I didn't po- know if I should bring that up right away. No, it's fine. It's no, it's perfect. It is it is definitely a planet of the apes kinda kinda deal here. So but they're baby uh, mem- apes. They're, li- yes. they're little apes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're little tiny apes. Um, memory is like 80% just setting. Um, it's all just jungle and ruins, and it's the river Than uh, that runs through it. And and then we we meet uh, the two characters, the two speaking characters, uh, which is the genie who haunts the moonbeams. <laughs> And the I demon mean, of the valley. <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs> this one very much felt like he was just vomiting out words. Like he How had a whole bunch of <laughs> of freaky of like let's get eerie spooky words, put them in a bowl. Uh-huh. And pull them out. Okay. So true. You could probably compose this with a set of refrigerator magnets. It, you put a bunch of tiny apes uh-huh. in a room. With a bunch of tiny typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you're fixating on the line, and and in the trees that grow gigantic in crumbling courtyards leap little apes. <laughs> what are the like manchi cheese Is what you're thinking of? Yeah. I think. <laughs> I yeah no, they're like I in my head they're gorillas, but just tiny. But just tiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so maybe they're tiny gorillas. Maybe they're manchi cheese which is probably a reference that you don't get unless you were born in the 70s. Um, Maybe they're like Ross's helper monkey from Friends, which is kind of what I think was kind of going for. That that was not an ape. That was a monkey. Yeah, so it's all it is is... So there's this jungle, right? Okay, and there's little apes. (laughs) Yeah, very tiny, <laughs> tiny gorillas, I guess, or orangutans, or any of the other apes, chimps, bonobos. Those are all the apes, uh, except for one, the ape that is man. Um, right. Right. And so that's the that's the remaining ape. Uh, the genie talks to this demon, and I guess he like surfs down on the moonbeams or whatever, and says, "Hey, demon of the valley, uh, what's going on with all these ruins? Where did these ruins come from?" 
I don't remember. And the demon's like, well, I am the embodiment of memory, but I also don't remember uh, very much, except I remember that they were called man. And that's like the big reveal. The whole thing is super short, right? It's five paragraphs. And how, how the dare you? comes down yeah. like Columbo or it's like, I feel like the genie knows already. You think answer. he's just testing the demon? He's just messing with him. He's like, I'm just a country lawyer. I guess that's not really Columbo. That's more. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a moon genie. I'm just a moon genie. I forget much. Tell me in your own words. Uh-huh. Clearly so the court can hear them. <laughs> the name of them who built these things out stone. I have many thoughts on this very short story. Um, one, it is an example of flash fiction, which I don't know how popular that was in the 20s. Um, I, I did no, no research on that. Flash fiction is a, is a thing that gets taught in undergrad creative writing classes because it's easy and short. <laughs> and I took a creative writing class, um, and I wrote some fl- flash fiction uh, in, my, in my youth. You did. Do you still I, have them? I That's don't. Sure. And so I, so I took a, a, a creative writing class at Pitt, at University of Pittsburgh. And uh, one of my, this is one of my brushes with fame. The, uh, the mom of the lead singer of Rusted Root was in my class. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're asking me about Rusted Root. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't super sure if Rusted Root was like a regional band or if like people outside <laughs> Pittsburgh knew about it. And so I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the mom of H.P. Lovecraft. Yes, H.P. Lovecraft's mom. <laughs> no, it was uh, Michael Glablicki's mom uh, was was in my class. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at you. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah, so I wrote flash fiction. And, and mine was like 80% of it was just like super gore, serial killer, like dissection of a body, basically. But then the twist at the end, because they all have a twist, because that's how flash fiction works. Mm -hmm. The twist was it was just a dude who was butchering a deer in his garage. But like I just used pronouns on the whole thing. It's like he opened up her chest and blah, 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 you know, like stuff like that. Right. And so I had to like read up because I don't know anything about hunting. And so like the the work of it for the class was researching yeah. a thing that I didn't know anything about and then writing flash fiction about it. And so I'm like, Oh yeah, well how do you dress a deer? Like after you, after you do the thing. And so I learned how to do that. And then I made it like as gross and creepy and splatter punky as possible. And that was the story. But and it, it does not survive. Uh, I got an A of course. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my creative writing story. I appreciate this for what it is. Like, it definitely sets the setting. It's all set. It. Um, That's the whole thing. Yeah. Set. And it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I just like to, I just make fun of it because, you know, <laughs> at that, because now that we're, we're in a post planet of the apes world, uh-huh. I was like, Oh, these beings of yesterday were called man. Yes. From the river. Than. Right. <laughs> right. And one of them I was named Stan. See, that's where he really could have could have gotten creative, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so, okay, yeah, but the final line, right? So Jeannie flew back to the yeah. to the thin horned moon, uh, and the demon looked intently at a little ape in a tree that grew in a crumbling courtyard. So, like, 
I feel like this demon is like willing some evolution into the save. He's like, no, let's have another go at this. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Think. I think it's a little more cyclical. Um, that's kind of cool. Because like, I, I did not think of that at all. And I don't think it's connected to anything like in the mythos. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an Arkham Horror. Basically one yeah. location <laughs> somewhere else. Why else would he look? No, I can totally out? see that. So that means the genie kind of now that makes me feel like the genie is even more of an evil genius genius because mm-hmm. he <laughs> started genius. it off though he went down and he was like i felt like that's what happened is he came down here and he was like hmm, let's see if i can jog some you know get this demon going uh, it's it's hard to do flash fiction well so like it <laughs> It because like it's real, you know. I mean, you're basically making one scene. the The key to flash fiction is that like it implies a larger story. Um, yeah. That you kind of fill yeah. in on your own. Yeah, I can it's see like, it. That's it's the like thing, it right? You... It doesn't have to do the work, but like it actually is work. I think to 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 trigger that. So. Yeah. So it's like if they didn't way back when they used to do good trailers for movies. Mm-hmm. Now they just tell you the entire thing. But you so just you watch the trailer and you're, you're good. Yeah. Well, let's we sh- we'll have to write the rom com for this <laughs> for memory. Starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. He's a genie, <laughs> and she's a demon. It's after the fall of man, and will they fall in love? Dun, 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 oh, don't worry. Dun, 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 dun. I have the musical cue uh, queued up. <laughs> I need to put it on a button so I can just play it live, like in the in the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, oh, we have a correction. Um, so that's it. That's it for memory. If you just were here for listening about memory, then yep. then that's the end of the podcast for you. Uh, in other news, uh, we have a correction from uh, the last ep- the last discussion episode, uh, Dreams of the Witch House. So you and I, Claire, we we lamented the fact that there was never a Stuart Gordon style film treatment of of Dreams of the Witch House. And lo and behold, what did we find? We found the the very thing that we said that. We didn't were exist. sad that they, we didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it turns out there is an hour-long James of the Witch House, uh, directed specifically by Stuart Gordon and written uh-huh. by him. I think um, it doesn't have Jeffrey Combs in it. It's not Jeffrey Combs, but it was in season one of Masters of Horror, which is mm. available to stream. We saw it on Amazon Prime because, like, I don't know. You found it. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I. It yeah, didn't I just... even occur to me to look. I just Googled it. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, I liked it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the biggest it difference was. It was fun. from the, so the story is like kind of fast forward modern day. He's got a laptop and everything. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest like character difference is his buddy, Frank is a lady. And so there's, cause it's Stuart. That's Gordon, right. So there's a, there's a bit of a romantic interest there. Um, but but it plays well. Like I liked it. I I, I really like the treatment a lot. I've watched a couple other episodes of Meshes of Horror, and like Clive Barker has one in there. It's pretty good. Like if you if you want some like kind of middle two thousands horror that is uh, definitely inspired by Buffy, um, this, <laughs> this is the uh, this is the the serial for you. Now I know Claire that you hate <laughs> short form uh, serial. Uh, I do, I do, because I get you. It's like I don't want to get. Yes, I don't want to get myself. I don't want to like invest time in something that I'm only going to be with for an hour. I don't know. I kind of like it, and I think that's the theme of of today's episode is is short form. Like 
Do we need a, <laughs> did we need a whole movie of Dreams in the Witch House? Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot that didn't get covered in that. Like the whole business of, of Gilman refusing to go to a psychiatrist, right? Like that's a big part of the story and it just doesn't come up at all in, in the, in the Stuart Gordon treatment of it. Um, since it's like still the same month as the time that I released, uh, memory, um, because we're slowly getting to a, a better, uh, delivery mm-hmm. schedule here, I don't have nearly as many like letters or anything like that. Um, well, that's of, okay. You know, who, who wrote in, of course. Sean Patrick. Sean Patrick. What up, Big T? Stop. Oh, no, I love Sean Patrick. Are you kidding me? Where is he from again? I have no idea. It's from the internet. Um, Just for the... <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. But yeah, he like, as soon as soon as we published, he was like, he was like up in my DMs. He's like, hey, oh, you're back. Awesome. He's the best. He's yeah. the best. Yeah, he's the best. He's a super fan. A number one. Uh, we'll see you in uh, Providence, hopefully in 2022, which is where we'll be. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Just a shout out uh, to Sean Patrick. What, what? <laughs> oh, and my mom and dad. That is it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and talk about Lovecraft stuff, uh, we're all ears. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Podsafa, uh, or you can email us if you're an emaily person uh, at hideous at podsafa.club.com.net.club. Uh, because we're a book club. <laughs>